Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nakama Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz, and I'm here joined with my co-host. Sal. And uh, as a guest this week, my wife, Fernanda. Say hi. Hello. And uh, today we actually don't have anything to review because we've right about ended the season. So today we're going to be going over some of what we've kept up on, but uh, also just sort of what we've been up to during this whole season. But before we do that, we're going to get into some news. Yeah. So Microsoft announced that if you still want to get your refund for Cyberpunk 2077, you have to do it before, they said early July. That could be the 1st, the 4th. That could be in like three days from this recording. By the time you hear this, it might be too late, but at this point, if you didn't get a refund, that's kind of on you. Yeah. You you knew that the game was bad. (laughs) Yeah. So just in case you didn't know, uh, Demon Slayer is uh, coming out with a new game October 15th, I believe. But uh, in other news, Phasmophobia is coming out with uh, two new brand new ghosts. Dude, I've put so many, I think on Steam, I'm upward of like 200 hours on Phasmophobia now. Like I went real hard at it and then, uh, oh, me and CG would play it. But yeah, no, I, I've, I've, I haven't kept up with it at all. So I didn't know that they were doing that. Yeah, there's two new ghosts. I don't know what kind of ghosts they are. I don't even know what kind of ghosts are in the base game since I don't play the game. I wonder how scary it's actually going to be, though. The first time that I decided to take a step up in difficulty, I played it by myself with a lobby full of randos who immediately abandoned me. And I ended up being cornered and then killed by, it looked like a child ghost, but it was crawling on the floor and walls, and it scared the absolute shit out of me. Hmm. So I don't know if these two new, like, like I haven't seen them, but hopefully they're scary because so far that's the only ghost in the game that's, that the ghost itself has been scary. Because obviously the atmospheric stuff, like you hear creaking noises, you hear doors slam or things shut off, that's going to scare you a little bit because you're like, ah, that's going to affect, you know, my ability to play the game. But when we're talking about like the ghosts themselves, which ones have actually been scary, I think that's the only one that I've seen. Because like model-wise, the other ones are very much just like a person who sometimes has like a hatchet or... You know, like like a clearly like a murder weapon, which is weird because you figure the ghost would be of the people who got murdered, not the person who did the murdering. But whatever. Wasn't that how Chucky is? He was the killer, not the victim. Yeah, but he's not a ghost. He's kind of. He's a spirit that took over a Chucky he's, doll. He's he's like a possessed doll, sure, but like he's not like a, an apparition. He's very much a physical thing. You can kick him into a fire, which I believe is how they killed him in the first one. No, I don't care how old I am. I don't fuck with Chucky at all. Like I, the, I used to pass by this um, liquor store. Yeah. And, well, it was a barber shop on the way to the liquor store, and there was like a fucking Chucky doll. And I'd be like, fuck that. And I'd go all the way around. I do not fuck with Chucky. Oh, my sister's the same way still. Like, yeah, yeah Chucky's fucking weird. Chucky's playing. I'm like, hell no. No, thank you. Well, not just Chucky specifically, but like those vintage porcelain dolls. She had like a Victorian doll um, that my grandma, I guess, had for like years and years and years. And I think she still has it. But like she keeps it stored away because the thing scares the shit out of her. No, like like movies like Annabelle and shit like that. Yeah. Like, I'm fine. Like, it's just Chucky it's in particular. Chucky's... Then I'm just like, fuck you, Chucky. No, thank is you. Is it because, like, the other ones are, like, ghosts that will appear, but Chucky is, like, a person that's trying to murder you that just looks like a child? I don't know. Chucky just... Because uh... Chucky is very much still, like, a person. Like, he's, he's a yeah. person possessing a doll, but he has all of the intelligence and intent of a human... I wonder if Chucky could be an anime and, like, if it would be a good one. I, there Probably, have been similar ones. Yeah. Have there? Ooh. Off the top of my head, one that I feel like if you made some alterations to it would make a pretty good analog to Chucky would be, like, um... Erased. Yes, that's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> Erased. Like, if you had something that was that style. Or if you had something like, uh... God, Another. what is it? Paranoia Agent. 
where like uh, people are like, oh, there's this little kid hitting people with baseball bats. What the fuck is that about? Like, give the little kid a knife instead. <laughs> <laughs> and then boom, you've got a child's play anime. But would there be a redemption arc though? Where no. It's just like, mm, the thing Chucky is, Chucky in reality was just sad all along and then he's a, he makes friends along the way. And he's a murderer. Yeah, but that's like. If it turned out where it was like, well, it turns out everybody that he murdered after they investigated had terabytes full of child porn on their computer. I'd be like, okay, redemption arc. He was yeah. a murderer, but he killed some people I, I dislike even more. Yeah. But like, no, he just kind of randomly killed people, didn't yeah, he? He, he? just a serial killer. He was just bored. Yeah, and the only reason he went inside the doll was because he's like, I don't want to get caught, so I'm just going to fake my death. I'm very, yeah, like, and the whole point was like... Because I've never, I've never gotten through Chucky. Like I think I've only moved in through like parts of it where it's like already oh my playing. God. Hold on, <laughs> where I've gone where it's like already playing, and so I'm like, oh, this shit's weird. But I don't know like the origin of Chucky. It's a spirit. It's of a spirit. spirit of a so whatever. so basically, no spirit, same shit. Um, he murders a bunch of people, and the cops are chasing him into like a toy store, and, and then they shoot him. They shoot him, and as he's dying, he he like. So the reason his spirit shifts into the dolls is because he's he just so evil no. as a person. His he's he like some voodoo shit. Yeah, because that's that's what it was. He he cast like a voodoo spell and with his blood he marks the Chucky doll and that's what yeah. possessed or that's how his spirit goes into the doll but if you watch the further movies like Cult of Chucky it's still a little campy but it tries to take it a little bit more seriously and you learn that one of the reason why that works is because of how evil his spirit is like as a human he is like one of the worst examples of a human person so Redemption Arc I feel like just based off of that wouldn't work but um, it's because of that that the transfer even works. So basically he's like, oh, I don't want to get caught. I want to keep going. Fuck the body. Like I'm going to just transfer my my consciousness into this little doll. It's all stupid if you get really <laughs> so, into it. So like it's really dumb. Mm -hmm. However, it's a horror movie and you work past it. And then once you accept that part, the rest of it's pretty cool. Sorry yeah, about the tangent. I don't know. No, don't worry about that. So yeah, he goes, Chucky can, he can bleed. He gets yes. fucked up. The, the doll? The doll. Yeah. The doll actually, uh, and I feel like it maybe happened more initially to like sell the jokes because it's a little bit campy, but there are parts where they like, they kick Chucky or they drop something on him and he like he audibly is in pain. Cause he'll be mm -hmm. like, ah, ow. Or he'll get hit and he'll be like, fuck you. Cause he curses a lot. Yeah, he um, does. Like he clearly gets hurt. I feel like initially it was just, again, meant to sell the joke. Because, like, if the joke is that you're punting him like a child over a fence, then you want that, like, pain response to sell it. If he just got up, you'd get, like, Terminator vibes from him, which would be a different movie. Mm -hmm. Moving on. <laughs> it takes two. Sold two million. That's a game that I would actually like to play with you. That's I a not game that I want to play with Brittany, too. Yeah. It's actually meant, like... Let's double date. It's meant for, like, couples to play. Mm -hmm. That's the whole thing. We're two friends. And one of my favorite things, uh, I've seen people on TikTok play it, and it's like a puzzle um, platformer. Uh, what I've always seen is the dude doing the puzzle and then just like waiting for his girlfriend to actually get it right. Because, <laughs> you know, in most of these couples, it's the guy that played the game or that plays games and is like, honey, let's play together. And she's not very coordinated. And she jumps off stuff and does things wrong. And he just vibes while he's just kind of chuckling at her trying to do the thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool game. Yeah. It's, it's sad. 
Like yeah. the premise is this little girl whose parents are going through a divorce is like, I wish they would stop fighting. So she makes a wish and now her parents are these little dolls and you have to get around the, the house. Yeah, you have to work together to solve puzzles and, and meet all these like stuffed animals and toys that are the, the daughters that have sort of come to life in this little adventure. And, you know, through it, they, they learn how to work together. It's one of those. That's so fucking weird because if I was in that situation where I was like, oh shit, I've turned into a doll. And then, you know, like, what do you do when you fixed all of it? You become a regular human again. It's like, you can't look at your kid the same. You're like, what the fuck did you do? You're weird, dude. Like, I go away. I don't want this one I'd anymore. I'd be a little afraid of my kid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, what kind of voodoo magic did you fucking do? Yeah, you can't just I can't move ground you that. now. That's I can't true. tell you no. You're going to be like, Mom, <laughs> Dad, can I go to the movies on Saturday? Fuck it. Yeah, sure. You want $40? Fine. Yeah, Here I don't go. think that's, that's when you that. just take him out back like old Yeller. Oh, oh God. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, past that's... two million. That's, that's a game I want to play with my girlfriend. Other news, uh, Back for Blood is online only. Uh, I don't understand why they had to announce that. Yeah. For me, it's just kind of like most multiplayer nowadays are online only. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people are probably upset by it because like Left 4 Dead, which is the game that this one's sort of spiritual successor to, is a game that you can play couch co-op and you can just sit down and you can play with your friends that are actively there. And you can also just go through the campaign by yourself without ever mm. having to be online. But the thing is... Nowadays, I feel like a lot of people don't understand that, like, obviously multiplayer, a, a huge part of it is, is online now because other people have consoles and you can play with them at, at different areas. They can be at their house, they can be at yours. And that just makes sense that that's online. But when you're talking about playing a single player game, most games nowadays, all of the data is not stored on the disc. No. Most of it is, sure, but the game is still downloading things as you're playing it. And that's the reason why it's online only. Is because it makes it easier for them to produce and manufacture like physical discs that they can give you that aren't like, oh, this game's four discs and you have to switch it out all the time. Because yeah. I remember there was a point like PS2 era where like a shit ton of games are coming out and it's like, oh yeah, halfway through it, you got to switch the game out. You got to yep. you got to switch the disc. But um. Yeah, no, any big game was like, oh, yeah, you got to switch it out halfway through. You got to get to disc two. And I remember that being a problem for, like, people who would also rent games at the time. You'd go to the Blockbuster and rent a game, and then you'd have to turn it in, like, halfway through and be like, yo, the second disc is scratched. I can't fucking continue. Yeah. Is it true that, like, when you... I can't speak for the validity of this, but, like, if your game is scratched, you're supposed to put toothpaste on it, and that would, like, make it unscratchy. Uh, for discs... Uh, sometimes it depends on like how shallow the actual scratch is because sometimes it's not reading it not because the the actual like data on it is damaged but because when it spins it skips because there's ridges in it and then smoothing that ridge over will help but sometimes if the, I mean if the scratch is deep enough and it's actually damaged the disc like beyond just like a a cosmetic thing then generally speaking you just need a new one yep yeah. and that's when you go to Blockbuster or Hollywood and rent the game and then just switch them out yeah a lot of people would do that actually going to Blockbuster was like a fun trip for us when we were children it was like oh cool my dad's going to spend like $4 and I get to get like a game. Mm -hmm. And I remember like not being able to get more than like one or two at a time because it was like, no, that's too expensive. If I remember correctly, we had like two games. It was, no, three. It was... Ratchet and Clank? 
Yes. Yeah. Or Everybody ratchet. had Ratchet and Clank. Of course. And then the Grand Theft Auto, the Vice City, and mm-hmm. San Andreas. And then we owned the skateboarding. Not skateboarding. The I think we actually had the Tony Hawk one. But why am I saying everything except what it is? Skiing. Close. Modulating. Snowboarding. <laughs> Snowboarding. <laughs> SSX Tricky. Yes. I yeah, fuck with that game heavy. Those were the only games we owned. Those are the only games I've ever remembered that we played. So it's not even like, yeah, they bought us hella games. Yeah, Look at this collection. fucking normal. We, play- <laughs> I know. we had not five even, games. Not even playing the deep cuts <laughs> we played like all amongst you know the cousins and stuff like yeah. That, but, yeah you know what you being into uh grand theft auto that young uh really explains a lot about your driving now <laughs> <laughs> it's just like fuck this prostitute <laughs> just kidding I mean, we support yeah. sex workers now i mean you're supposed to fuck the prostitute yeah that's I the mean, whole point yeah. yeah you gotta pay them though otherwise that's just stealing maybe that's why i'm so uh, aggressive as a human now you shouldn't it's pay just more than people 20. that i beat the shit out of in grand theft auto no i feel like a prostitute is one of those things where if i want to pay more because i would pay, feel like the quality would not be if there if you pay more than 20 dollars for a prostitute you're doing something wrong <laughs> no prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> if i go get one it's like 20 bucks take it or leave it oh god <laughs> They're going to gonna be like, Lee, you're kind of trash. <laughs> yeah. be like, all right. They're going to be worried if you're only giving them. They're like, I don't think I want to fuck a guy that only has $20. I'm talking he about a bro job. Sucking some wiener for 20 bucks seems like a good deal. I feel like that's not a good deal. No, it's not. <laughs> they're just going to be like, and then move on. You Dude, know? they're the ones that are doing this. Like, I don't care. I'm like, here's 20 bucks. Suck my wiener. That's it. That's all you're going to get from me. <laughs> I'll get you a McChicken. <laughs> I think it's weird when a dude gets a prostitute and then they go to eat her out and it's like, why are you trying to give the prostitute pleasure? You're trying to <laughs> yeah, come, no. bro. Yeah, no. You paying me? No. Get the <laughs> yeah. fuck out of here. This is about me right now. This is my money. Yeah. $20 to prostitute. That should, be, that should be the standard everywhere. It should not be $20. You know what? I'm with him now. If it's if $20 is too expensive, then the problem is that your expenses are too high. You're living in an area that's charging you too much. What's really the problem here is the housing crisis. Yep. <laughs> housing has gotten too expensive. I think we should bring it down. Rent should be $900 and blowjobs should be 20 yep. I feel like if you're saying blowjobs are $50, your apartment's too expensive. Yeah, because normal people who are just all sex nuts and strong, just like 20 I can I can sacrifice $20. But fifty dollars—that's that's like a Hatsune Miku figure for them. They're not—they're not gonna drop fifty for that. I like that. I like—I like that workaround <laughs> to the fucking Hatsune Miku. Uh, more news. Um, Borderlands Three is crossplay, but not with PlayStation users. So if you have the—I think it's on Xbox, PC, and Switch. Borderlands Three, you can play with one another. What I thought was funny is uh, as soon as that news dropped. Sony put out like a release saying that they really are trying to do crossplay, and then it's like, are you? <laughs> it feels like you aren't, because every yeah. time they come out with the game, they're like, it's crossplay, except for Sony. Mm-hmm. And it's crossplay, except for PlayStation. And then it's like, boy, how fucking hard is it to make it crossplay? It's not hard. Remember, Fortnite did it. Yeah, and they got in trouble for it. Yeah. They enabled it, and then they were like, oh, it's not supposed to happen. Yeah, it was oh, like, shit, it's a I guess. bug, guys. Oh, yeah. no. But it's like, no, it's there. Oh, no, and Rocket League did it, too. Rocket League as well, yeah. But so, like, it's like, how hard are you trying if you haven't done it already? Because clearly it's possible. Yeah. Well, I remember seeing somewhere that Sony said that the reason they don't want to is because they can't ensure their customers aren't going to get harassed or any kind of bullying. That's a stupid excuse. Yeah, it is. People play 2K, and that shit happens all the time, and that's mm-hmm. on PlayStation. Another news, Neo, the the world ends with you. The demo dropped Friday, and the same with the demo for Monster Hunter Stories 2 
And I believe both of them, if you play them, they should carry over to the main game. I love it when demos do that. Yeah, so uh, The World Ends With You comes out July 27th. I think I brought that up before. And Monster Hunter Stories 2 drops uh, July 9th. This week, Scarlet Nexus and Dungeons & Dragons Dark Alliance also dropped. Dark Alliance is on Game Pass day yes, one. Yes, it is. I played it. I'm not too fond of the combat for it. Yeah, I mean, it's very, very janky. But uh, I do like that the characters from the book that Jan kept bugging me to read are in it. Uh-huh. Driz the Orden, you play as him and his little group of people so it's cool to be like hey i was listening to those books before this game came out yeah that's one of the things that i've uh this is sort of a little tangent but that's one of the things that as somebody who plays dungeons and dragons a lot and is very much into it um that a lot of people seem to not understand when they're outside of the hobby is that dungeons of dragons isn't just like a type of game it has its own story because mm. like it, it has its own lore like it's it's a it is itself uh, just a very, very, very long series of stories that do all interconnect. So there's a whole plot for Dungeons and Dragons. Most people are used to seeing like either depictions of it in movies and, and TV shows or hearing the podcasts and the YouTube videos and stuff like Critical Role. Yeah, where I they're don't fucking don't where they're playing <laughs> they're playing the rules of Dungeons and Dragons, but completely invented story. And that is a great part of Dungeons and Dragons. And personally, I do prefer playing the invented stories but like i hear a lot of like well why are they doing a dungeons and dragons thing like like what even is that and it's like well no there's a there's a plot there it's just well frankly unless you're like a huge part uh, of the the you know community you probably don't give a shit yeah it's I... not as widespread as like you know tolkien stuff where yeah. it's like oh everybody kind of knows what the lord of the rings is about if you ask anybody off the street what dungeons and dragons is about they're gonna be like ah it's probably about like rolling dice and then you're like yeah kind of right but not yeah, really so charisma you know, for Dungeons and Dragons being, use your brain, make something up, you know, like you can be anything you want to be. You really fucking gatekeep that me from that one time that like you invited me to play. Cause I was Dang. like, I want to do my own thing. And you're just like, no, there's rules. And it's like, well, I thought the whole point is that there shouldn't be rules, fuck that. Well, no, uh, the reason why there's rules is because you have to make things balanced for everybody. And that is kind of one of the things that does limit like what you can do because like, Mario. I know that guy. Yeah. He very much has a lot of his <laughs> own ideas where he's like, can I do this? Can I do this? Can I do this? And they are things that technically are allowed in the game, but because the story that we play is one that I made up and I had to alter the rules a little bit in order to do it, there are certain things that are normally allowed that I have to be like, well, we can only do it this way, or you can work your way up to that at a certain level, or just straight up like, no. And it's not because I want to be a dick and be like, haha, fuck you, you can't do that. It's just like, if I let you do that... Just take everybody's suggestions then... except Mario's. Like, <laughs> it's just like, Mario. if, if I let you do that, then uh, you're going to be, even at level one, way more at an advantage than everybody else at the table. Because, A, just as a person, he knows more about Dungeons and Dragons. So he knows the ways he can like work around the rules to still do things that are overpowered but also those level one things that he still wants to do are you know equivalent to what would be like a level three or four for everybody else and dungeons and dragons the difference between one level and another is huge it's not like a regular rpg where you go like level one and then in like five minutes you're level two it's I like level one and then like maybe eight hours later you're level two i think i'd be willing to try it again if you let me do whatever the hell i wanted it's just I mean, but then you'd just be like, and then I want to conjure a dragon. And then it's I like, well, I can't, I, I can't like, let like, you do that. That's too OP. You have to, you have to just let, you know, let me go nuts. Just Actually, one game, I do have happens. rules for guns. I already, uh, one of the 
games that I played with like Adrian and, and uh, that whole group. Yeah, I was I part of that group. Yeah, no, but I'm saying the Adrian group and not the Mario group. Oh. You're such an annoying stickler for the rules. Just I, let, let me go I crazy. I added those. Yeah, but if but my thing is that'll make it more fun for you and less fun for everybody else at the table. Oh, and, no, I'm not saying just me. Like, everybody just let us go fucking nuts. Just like, let's see what happens. Just do a completely... Yeah, like, I might be down make, for a completely chaotic thing. Because yeah, let then, it go rogue. Because then that just makes it like I have to be more clever about it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Dungeons & Dragons. I, I played the game as well. And yeah. um, I thought the combat was very, like, jank, remedial. It's a whole lot of, like, just keep pressing this button, and mm-hmm. then you'll be fine. Yeah. And I, I'm not a big fan of, like, because it, it's a hack and slash, but it's not even, like, a good hack and slash. Mm-mm. It's not a, te- like, I've played worse ones, but it's very mid. Yeah, I like the characters. Yes. I know Jen was fucking punching holes through her wall when I showed her the, I yeah Bree and Ursuline, or whatever his name is, the barbarian dude. Yeah. She's like, they don't even look like that. And then she like sent me a picture of what they look like in the comic. And it's like, I don't know what you want from me, bro. I didn't make the game. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's it for the gaming news. Uh, oh, other than Scarlet Nexus came out. I played the demo. Very actiony. Very flashy. I don't know if it stays like this in the base game where if you choose a guy, you have different. You play, you play differently and you have a different team compared to when you're a girl. Because most of the time, a lot of these anime games, it's just like, want to be a dude or a girl? And that's that's it. They yeah. just change the voice. But from the demo, it seems like depending on what gender you choose, you might have a easier time with the weapon they use compared to others. I do like when games do that. Not because I think like, oh, the male character should be stronger and the female character should be weaker. But more so just because it makes it feel like they're different characters. And it gives me, like, if it's just like, oh, you can swap the genders and then play the game the same way through the whole thing, then to me that just feels like, okay, I can play this game once and it's just going to be the same game. But if they give me, like, here's, like, four characters and and they're different genders or different races or whatever and they have different qualities, then I feel like, oh, if there's four options, I can play this game four times and it'll feel a little bit different every time because the character I'm playing just has different stats. Uh, Webtoon is partnering with Wattpad to make more film, TV, and book. Uh, well, they called it like publishing opportunities, but Ugh. books based off of Webtoon and Wattpad properties. No, no, under- no, 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 no. The amount of cringy shit I wrote on Wattpad when I was like 16, 17 yeah. years old. None of that should ever ever come out actually (laughs) that's one of the things that i saw on twitter um so what they're calling it right is the incredibly inventive title of wattpad webtoon studios i feel like maybe they should have thrown out some more ideas before just (laughs) just going it's wattpad and webtoon wattpad webtoon Like, that's that's a terrible name, and I fucking hate it. But also, one of the things that I saw on Twitter when this was announced was just a lot of people being like, oh, God, <laughs> like, why? Like, Wattpad, obviously, a lot of people use it. A lot of people very much like it. They get to put up whatever they want to. The problem is, is they get, they get to put up whatever they want to, and not everybody is, like, amazing at it. What I saw a lot of people's criticism about, too, was, wasn't just like, oh, they're going to pick random ones, because obviously they don't. They have their own deals with, like, publishers on there and like I'm pretty sure these you know the the stuff they're going to be developing is from like the most popular stuff there that they've already partnered with people to make but the thing is the most popular stuff there that they've already like partnered with people to make is a lot of like gay romance novels and like weird Harry Potter knockoffs <laughs> and so or like weird like romance stories that girls tried to copy off of like John Green and shit yeah it's like I met him when I was 16 and he was strange yeah 
Uh, yeah, for my time, I spent on Wattpad when I was like an early teenager. I remember I used to think like myself and my friends were like the greatest fucking writers that have ever lived. Like this is like such a good story, and now like I think about it, and it's like we were kind of ass. You know. So no, nobody. Every one of my stories on Wattpad uh, is terrible, and I've never looked at it again specifically because I do not want to. It is terrible. I, d- I didn't even know what that is. It is. Uh, it's you know what webtoon is. Yeah, it's that, that, but for writing stories. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing that people did. No, it was super popular when we were in high school, and I guess it still is, but I haven't been on that website in, like, 10 years. That's not to, like, shit on teenagers who write stuff on Wattpad, but we're shitting on you a little bit. (laughs) The thing is, my my issue with it is just that, like, it's usually something based on something else. And there's no problem with that. Like you're, you know, you're exercising your writing ability. Uh, starting with what you know is is always a good place to start in any kind of art form. Ripping off somebody a little bit definitely helps. Yeah. The only thing is that like the stereotype of Wattpad stuff is very much like this is a copy of Twilight. This is a copy of this. This is a copy of this. Now again, I haven't been on this website in like ten years. I don't know what it is like now. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people that have done a lot of great original stories off of there that otherwise would be good books. Yeah, because you know? I didn't do when I was on Wattpad. I didn't do like fan fictions or anything like that. I would just write stories about myself, but made myself more interesting and more cool because like I kind of sucked in high school and then wrote about how much like the parents sucked and you know because I was teen angst shit yeah teen angst I was angsty and like my parents sucked which in reality my mom is like the freaking coolest to me now I'm just like yeah my mom's awesome I'm gonna go eat breakfast with her so I feel like to me that's what my experience with Wattpad is and what I when I hear of like stories coming out from Wattpad I'm like thinking like yeah. if it's stuff anything like the shit I wrote mmm yeah, oh, thank and, you. Yeah, that, that is basically just like the reason why to me I'm like kind of ah is because it, my experience with it is very much just like cringy high school shit. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm sure that there's a lot of very competent writers on that have done really great stories. I just haven't been on there in a long enough time that you know, I don't know what the what the the environment is like on Wattpad. I don't know what the community is like on Wattpad. So hopefully there's good things coming out of this. I know that uh, they did a partnership with um was it Crunchyroll mm-hmm. when they did Noblest Noblest and all that stuff like. Noblest, I thought it was terrible, but God of High School, for what it was, which is just like a story uh, that's just a bunch of fight scenes with some plot sort of in between all of that, the fight scenes, fucking cool. Yeah. So there's there's clearly the opportunity to accidentally produce some bad shit and then also produce some good shit. I think there probably and... is good shit because I guess to give credit to teenagers nowadays, it's, they're fucking talented. Yeah. Like they're really fucking talented and like they impress me every time I go on the internet it's like how are you like 14 and drawing like portraits of like I don't know Thomas Jefferson or whatever I can't think of anybody who would draw portraits <laughs> I want I want to see that I want to see the 14 yeah. year old that has an Instagram that is entirely dedicated to presidential <laughs> portraits I I mean, they're so talented now and they have so many good like good things to say yeah. out into the world so I think maybe there is something good out of it but I again just based off of like the kind of person that I was when I was like 15 but um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm. I think it'll be. Yeah, as many grabs as I have with like the internet has like a thing. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the few positives is just that it gives people uh, at a younger age more of an opportunity to grow their skills. And mm-hmm. clearly, I mean, that's that's that's. Because we were shooting on teenagers for a second there, and then I was like, wait, no, teenagers are really fucking talented right now. Yeah. So, fuck just those not guys. any of the ones we know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My sister's pretty okay. Yeah. Like, she know. definitely has the spirit. Dude, that's better than uh, that one person I tell you about on Xbox. Oh, they, yeah. they started playing Dangaropa and they were like having a mental breakdown because they, they couldn't fucking do a thing. Like 
this person was yelling at this other person and it's just like dude play the fucking game and it's like yeah. i can't do this i need i need to look up a video guide or something and if i get spoiled oh well and it's just like dude if you were born before the internet i don't you wouldn't be able to play any, oh, any yeah. of these games back when the internet was like anytime you pulled up a web page it took like 10 minutes just mm-hmm. to load imagine just like back in the day and you were trying to look at porn you're just like all right, if I start it now, I can go make some cereal, get halfway done. Maybe I can see a titty, but maybe not. Yes, imagine that. <laughs> Definitely not remember it. Can't relate. <laughs> Last bit of news. The Good Smile Company is releasing a line of figmas produced by Max Factory based off of the Hololive members, which Good Smile Company, I'm sure you don't know what that is, Fernanda. No. They are a, technically, they started off as like a talent management company in Japan, but uh, very much now they're, they're sort of a production company. They do have a racing organization. They have Good Smile Racing, where they're actual like racing teams that, that do a whole circuit thing, and that's fucking cool as shit. But for the most part, people know them for producing anime figurines, and they have a line that are, or they have a type of figurine that they, they produce called a Figma. In America, we might know it as an action figure. Mm-hmm. Which is essentially just like a, a toy that has joints you can move and you can pose it. That's what a Figma is. Max Factory is the actual company that builds them that is under the umbrella of Good Smile Company. So Good Smile Company. I don't know if they own Max Factory outright, but they're at the very least in partnership with it. I think they own them, though. And, uh, yeah, they're doing a whole line of essentially action figures based off of the Hololive cast that I've seen so far. It just looks like it's the Japanese ones. I don't think we're going to get any, like, hollow live English anytime soon. This is uh, Editor Cruz. Uh, turns out that a couple hours after recording this, they announced that they are, in fact, coming out with a hollow live English release. So, I was wrong. But, um, that's something where as soon as I saw it, I was like, Jacob, Vince, <laughs> you both like buying anime figurines you're both way too into these cartoons that play video games check this out and then vince was like yes i have to i have to buy i have to buy them i'll keep a lookout for them Mm -hmm. so today we're going to be talking a little bit about uh what we kept up on with the season since season's over yep season is now over um i didn't keep up with too much uh to be honest i forgot about most of them and it wasn't until (laughs) like two weeks ago when i was bored at work because i didn't want to play a game so i was like i'm gonna watch some tv and i kept up with odd taxi surprisingly enough the one that you wouldn't shut up about because you kept bringing stuff up about it and i forgot so i sat there and i watched it and still not over and like the, the the plot keeps thickening and it's just like damn they lose focus a little bit about who is the body they found. Yeah. They, they forget about it until like near the end when it's like, oh yeah, we found the body and now we know who it is. And of course the main character bro is like, that's not the girl I think it is. Because of course he has like uh. that weird mental issue. Yeah. And a lot of people don't believe him because uh, the gangster dude is like, how did you realize it was me when they, 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 he works with the gangster guy and he's like, how'd you realize it was me? I have a mask on. And he's like, He's like, I'm just good with people, but that's because he sees them as the baboon. Yeah, as a baboon. Uh, That's one where um, I kept watching it a little bit, but I kind of fell off of it. I definitely want to finish it, but it's not over yet, and I'm going to wait until it's done so I can just sit down and burn through it. Yeah, because the other one that I kept up with was Dota, and I forgot that I only needed two more episodes that I could have finished at once because Netflix likes to do the thing where... They drop all of them. Yeah, yeah. So I went back and I finished Dota in, 
it's still the same. It's still pretty cool. The part that made me have a laugh is when the main character, Davion, Devin, whatever his name yeah, is, Davion, finds out that he's dying. And I was like, hey, hey, we're all dying. <laughs> 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 but he's just probably dying a little bit faster because he's a dragon spirit. Yeah. But other than that, it, it's still the same uh, energy. It's still hella good. It's hella still recommended. Yeah. So uh, I know it's not done yet. And so maybe you're not too comfortable giving like a formal review, but if you had to, what would you what would you give for it? Odd Taxi? The first three episodes, that mystery was enough where it's like I would recommend this. But as it kept going, and there was like other side plots, you know, the main character's friend gets honeypot, or I guess in Japan it's called badgering or go badger or something That's like weird. that. Like, that was a cool twist. Uh, the big Yakuza dude that it looks like an uh, anteater or whatever the fuck Arthur is. Uh, no, no, no. You said, you kept saying, no, he's an aardvark. He's, an aard- he's a tapir. I was right. Oh. He is a tapir. An tapir. Yeah. So it doesn't really explain him, hmm. but it doesn't seem like if he's part of the Yakuza, if he's like an undercover cop or what, you don't know anything about that. The the, the character that hella made me laugh is this the hedgehog bro who talks in just rapping ah he's just rapping the whole time and a lot of the characters like what the fuck are you saying to me (laughs) it's not over so i don't know how it's gonna end but from what i've seen i'd still give it like a like an eight out of ten oh that's really good Mm -hmm. the dota one that's like a nine out of ten if you like the first three that we recommended it's it keeps the same energy but the other one that i kept up with was um that don't mess with me, Miss Negatoro. Yeah, that yeah. one. And the same with the Dota. It keeps the same energy. The only thing is, as the as the episodes go on, she starts to realize that she actually likes him. Yeah. And she starts to get overprotective. That girl actually kind of reminds me of Fernanda, like how violent she can be. Mm-hmm. I don't think you've seen that one. Did Cruz ever show no. you that one? Mm-mm. I so, didn't like it, so of course I didn't. Oh, yeah, you didn't like it. So it's yeah. about this girl who, like, picks on this dude. And a lot of the insults is like... Wait, is it that one that you were saying? Ah, I think I know which one you're talking about. She's like kind of like dark skin and she has like a clip on her Well, no, but she would have known because of the Instagram post, right? Uh, no. I think... Wait, is it that one where... The school one? Yes. The one that... You you say that like there's not a shit ton of them. I know, for real. No, the one where she's just like, ah, maybe we're gonna bang. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you fucking hated that one. You were like, this is stupid. I think I saw a little bit of it with you. Yes, that girl reminds me heck of you, Fernanda, because I don't know how you are behind closed doors, but from when I... Whenever I'm interacting with you, you're always just like really, really loud. You're like, I'm gonna punch you. Nope, psych, bro, I'm not gonna punch you. Where am I gonna punch you? (laughs) And it's just no. like, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, we get home, and then I go and I sit down at the computer, and then she comes by a little later, and she's like, I need attention. Yeah, like, I've seen that from time to time, and I was just like, well, maybe that's how she is when we're not around. But whenever yeah. I'm around, it's just really loud, and she's like, fucking calm down, bro. So I just don't really, I don't like loud fucking things just coming at me all the time. No, so in public, Fernanda a- is very much like, Dude, I the- can't show that I have feelings. Yeah, because I remember when I was... One time, was it Christmas that I came over? Thanksgiving, and your you and your mom and your sister were all talking, and I told Cruz, I was like, "Why are they yelling? Why are they fighting?" And Cruz <laughs> was like, "No, they're just talking." And it's just like, "Why are they talking so fucking loud?" I don't know. It's a problem at work. It's the same thing. Like every once in a while, like I'll be helping somebody, and then you know I can hear like three people across from me. Like the other customer, I work at a bank, so the customer will usually be like, "What? Yeah, like I I want." 
I want you to do that deposit. But in reality, it's because I'm asking my customer if they want to do the deposit. You know, my colleagues, they have to be like, no, 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 that's her talking to her customer. She just talks really loud. And then I have to be like, I'm sorry. But yeah. like, I try, like, I actively have to try really hard. Like, as soon as I hear them call me out on it, it's like, oh, shit, my voice needs to, like, lower down a yeah. little bit. And I try really hard, but then I end up screaming again. And it's just. You I know what's weird? Volume control. She'll talk uh, for a very long time. And, and it'll be at that volume. And then she'll get in the car and then she'll be like, why is the music so loud? And it's like, you're way louder <laughs> than the music right now. I can't hear the music right now. That's. Yeah the difference circling back to the anime the girl reminds me a lot of fernanda for the fact that um just how loud she is and there's a lot of times there's there's like i think it's like the fourth or fifth episode her friends come in and start fucking with the main dude and the main dude's trying to be loyal and like not show any interest and they're like have you ever touched a booby before and he's like no why would i and they're like oh you are a virgin how about you touch my boobies and they're like putting their boobies in his face and the guy's like no i don't want to and then they force him to and he's like oh shit soft and then <laughs> turns out it's like a bean bread thing yeah so she when she comes in the two the two friends like fuck off because they're like oh shit we made her mad so she starts doing the same thing except for she has like a premium like super ultra rare i guess fucking bean bun thing and she's like try to figure out which one is in my shirt and you get to keep it so it flipped, like it comes out and he's like straight up touching her boob and he's like, this feels so soft and bouncy. And it's like, this has to be the real one. So the entire time she's just like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and that's just some shit that I could uh, picture Fernanda doing with you. It's just like, oh, you got to figure out which one I'm hiding and where it's at. Oh my God. <laughs> I want to do that. I want to touch some boob. Oh God, no. <laughs> But overall, I, I like the show, and I can see why Vince likes it. I, and I bet you Adrian would like it, too. Yeah, probably. Jacob has been, uh, he's kept up with it, and he's been telling me, like, no, 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 it gets better. Like, you should, you should check mm. it out. It's, it's not as bad. But, like, the, I don't know, the first three episodes soured me on it so much that, like, I guess I can check it out. I've had yeah. a bunch of people be like, no, but, like, actually watch, like, continue, because it yeah. does get better. She, like, but, starts to show more of, like, she actually liking him and likes being around him. Yeah. Because uh, he's like, I don't know how to give compliments and no one's ever complimented me. So there, there's a scene where Same. he keeps complimenting her. And then when it's her turn to compliment him, she's like, you're not that ugly. <laughs> and it's just like, fuck. Or, you know what? Yeah, this person's starting to sound a lot more yeah, like me. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It, it, it's just like, just keep telling me how great I am. And then, like, she falls asleep and he covers her with a blanket because he's thoughtful. And then she wakes up and she's like, you know what? I guess you're not that bad. Overall, I enjoyed it. I know if you like that kind of anime where it's just really funny but awkward. Yeah. And it's a good one. Oh, okay. Uh, I continued on watching uh, Combatants Will Be Dispatched, which is the anime that is made by the same guys who did Konosuba. And it's that um, isekai basically means another world anime where, like, there's characters that are from one world that go to another one. That's the setup. It's about this dude named Six who's part of this, like, evil organization who goes around doing evil. And it's a very goofy, super sexual sort of comedy anime. And I kept up with that one. I'm not caught up with it. I think about, like, episode 10. I think we're at episode 11 now. It's not done mm -hmm. yet, but uh, I think I, I think I still need to watch the, the most recent one. But that one's fucking good. Like if you're a fan of Konosuba or fuck, what's the other one that I'm thinking of? Overlord. Overlord, actually, yeah, they're similar. It's super good uh, if you're a fan of comedy anime. I would I would recommend it highly. It's a lot of like goofy stuff. 
Uh, the action is actually surprisingly pretty good. It's not, you know, Attack on Titan levels of action, but it does a really good job of sort of foreshadowing the way things are going to go, which is not a level of complexity that I ever expect in a story that is that ridiculous. But the way they build up the characters, the way they build up the, like the magic system in it, and the way evil points are both like a, a, a symbol of like your ability, but also at the same time a currency. Like there's a whole system in there that is honestly, I think pretty interesting. And then also big booby ladies all the time. And that's always yep. a great thing. <laughs> uh, a lot of people going back, circling back to before with the figures are really upset that there's only one figure from combatants will be dispatched. And it's just like the regular looking blonde girl, <laughs> the most like uninspired design out of all of them. Most people want like the, the figure of Heine, which is the uh, Sal, you'll remember her from, I believe, the second episode, the demon girl that was yeah. brown that rode mm -hmm. around on the big griffin. Most people want that one, and that's not being produced by anybody. Dude, so, yeah, I would want that one. So there's space there for, you know, freeing. I, I could see freeing as a company putting together a, a really good Heine. And, again, that's something I would also like. I don't think Fernanda would let me buy it. Dude, when you say the name, but I would like it, it just reminds me of that Spanish word, Heine's. Yeah. What does that mean again? Oh, you bitch, I think. Hey. Really? That's the equivalent. Kind like, of. Well, hey, this yes, is my Heine. Yes, but like. Heinas were like sluts. Yes, but like. Yes and no. It depends. It's one of those contextual things. When she says bitch, you don't say it aggressively to another person as an insult. It's like. You, you say it like. Heine. Like my girl, <laughs> yeah. my my bitch. Yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. it like that. That it's way, like, yes. I got the Heinas at the house. Exactly. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. yeah. Hey, who's bringing the highness to the party? Yeah. yeah. So it's hoes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, a lot of people are upset about that not I having think a figure. That's what it means. But the wheelchair girl, I, I don't remember anybody's name in this except for Heine and for Six because I'm really bad. I'm really bad at anime names. This is not uh, an exclusive to this one. But the wheelchair magic witch lady, she <laughs> becomes an even better character. Damn. Like she was the best character yeah. from from the first three episodes, and I've gotten to the point where like I want a wheelchair figurine. Of her. <laughs> oh my god, she's just this like, little crippled bitch. <laughs> Chris, no, <laughs> she's not even crippled though. Oh my god, she's no, not. don't say that. She's not. No, she's not crippled though. She's in a wheelchair because she doesn't own shoes. She cursed someone and it backfired, so she can't. Oh, wear she can't shoes. wear shoes. So no, she's but, in a like, wheelchair. Crippled isn't a word you're supposed to say. Crippled is yeah. is a perfectly acceptable word. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to say crippled. Why? So he can't be like I have a crippled. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. Crippled I'm pretty sure you're not, not supposed to use that word. Crippled is not derogatory. It's just yeah. a description of a state. Maybe like, crippled bitch is crossing a <laughs> line, like I said, but crippled is fine. Yeah. But, um, you know, she, she's just like the coolest character. She's the one that comes off the most genuine. Like, obviously, they're all goofy characters, but she's the one that is just the most consistent, that has, like, the best character development that I've seen mm -hmm. and is treated more like a regular person. So the things that she does, even though they're a little bit ridiculous, they at least follow a pattern that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And she's just hands down the coolest character out of all these it's like a harem anime which basically means one dude surrounded by a bunch of girls that either want him or that he wants or that are just really big booby women that like you know being around him mm -hmm. but she's the one that like I haven't looked into the fandom behind this cause I just why would you <laughs> yeah I, I, it's just a show to watch but I would imagine that if I went online, this is probably the girl that people are like, I hope he ends up with her the yeah. most yeah. because she's just the coolest one. 
Yeah. She makes the most sense. She's awesome. She kicks ass. Hyena might ride around on a griffin and have big old boobies, but the, Bro, the wizard girl skin. is awesome. And his dark skin, yes. But the girl in the wheelchair is the coolest. I also kept up with uh, High Rise Invasion. I don't want to give away the ending because obviously it was a Netflix show. So yeah, all of it got dumped so at weird. once. I don't want to give away the ending. However, what I will say is if you liked the first three, it only gets better. Damn. However, the reason why I put if you like the first three is because if you don't like the first three, yes, the plot gets better. But the problems from the first three episodes also get like stronger. Mm-hmm. So those problems get worse through the show. The The culmination of all of this is still really stupid. It's a dumb anime. But if you're into an anime that is kind of a thriller, you know, maybe borders on being a horror, but at the same time is very much like a popcorn. I don't have to think about this too much. Yeah. So it's not going to be like the scariest thing. It's not going to be the most intense thing. But, you know, it's, it rides a good middle ground. Then you'd be into it. It's uh, it's a story about this girl and her brother who wake up in this world uh, where they're on top of all of these sky rise buildings that are connected by bridges and they're being hunted by people in masks and they know there's a real big tower, this obviously huge menacing evil bad guy tower in the middle of all this that I have to go to and I have to climb it because duh. Yeah. It's very much built like you get dropped in this world, you know where you have to go. It's, you know, super linear. But I think there's a lot of visual interest there. And by visual interest, I don't just mean the, like the random panty shots or anything like that. I mean actual cool fights and deaths and confrontations that are there that, that are really interesting. But, you know, eh, give it a solid, you know, seven, six out of ten, seven out of ten. As far as combatants will be dispatched, I'd put, honestly, I'd put that at like an eight or a nine. Yeah. That one's just fucking great. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Uh, I did keep up with To Your Eternity which is also not done yet. Dude, fuck that anime. So the first, you know how the first episode was really fucking good? The first episode. I have not gotten to a point where it matches that level of intensity. However, there are still moments in it that like, dude, they get close. Episode four, I actually think, maybe it was five. One of the two. But like, if we would have just kept on a little bit longer, you get a little bit of that like, that like, oof. That, that feeling in your chest where you're like, fuck, there's a little bit more in there. And it happens a few more times. I would recommend this one. Uh, if, like, the first episode was a 10 out of 10. Yeah. The second and the third episodes were like a 6. I would give the rest of the series like a 7. Overall, I'd give the series like a 7. Because uh, it's about this uh, orb that falls from the sky and then just has like takes the shape of things it interacts with and just tries to learn about humanity. What we didn't get to is the introduction of these things called knockers and those aren't boobs also. Ta-da. Knockers and OKKERS. I don't know the etymology behind it. I have to imagine that it comes from Tommy knockers, those like weird cave monsters that kill people, but they're basically entities that seem to only exist to stop the the thing that fell from Earth from learning. Because it seems like what they're trying to do is, to put it in a polite way, help people uh, relieve the the burden of having a body. Damn. And it becomes a thing where this spirit has to find these knockers and essentially get rid of them. You know how we were complaining that like, oh, he killed the big polar bear with the stabby things in it. Mm-hmm. And all it did was make him kind of fluffier. No, he turns into that. Okay, that's good. He turns into that a few times and he is a fucking beast. It is awesome. However, 
it also happens in a moment where you're like, oh, fuck. And there's just a lot of like, emo- there's a lot of emotional roller coaster going on there and go up and down, up and down, up and down. That's just, it's solid. It's a solid fucking anime and I highly recommend it. If mm-hmm. my opinion matters at all, I want Sweetness and Lightning back so fucking bad. Sweetness and Lightning was so fucking good. Sweetness and Lightning was so fucking good. They, I remember there was. I remember they were talking oh, it's about so good. Yeah. It's about cooking, and it's like one of those feel-good animes that, like, I don't know. I very rarely can commit to like animes, but that one was one of those that I was like, "Oof, I feel that." I feel that that one and Orange. I really liked Orange and Sweetness yeah. and Lightning. And if they continued with those, I would one hundred percent sit in front of the TV all day just watching that. Sweetness and Lightning was the one about uh, the father and daughter. The mom dies, and so the father and daughter bond by cooking because, like, the dad. It's very clear that the mom was the liked one by the daughter because she took care of her, took her to school, made her her food before school, and the dad basically just worked. And then his wife dies, and he has to be like, oh, shit, well, I, I, need, to, I need to get a closer relationship with my daughter, and he can't cook for shit. Mm-hmm. So he starts trying to learn from this girl that goes to the school that he works at because her family owns a restaurant. And so he tries to learn from her and then her mom all these recipes that they make. And he has his daughter help with the cooking. And they start to make, like, meals together, you know, starting very small and then getting more complex. And they start having these, like, you know, really cute moments where, like, they're getting along really well. And then something bad happens. And then they they fix it together with the power of family. Exactly. It's so fucking good. Which is that one anime, the one where it's the kid... His name is NASA or something like that, or he's like really smart, and then he meets the Tokyo Revengers. No, 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 no. no. Um, oh, where um, this girl's like, oh, where he was like, over the oh, moon with you. Yes, was it over the moon. <gasps> over the moon. Chef's kiss, beautiful. Well, it, it, fly um, me to the moon, but it's yeah. over the moon with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's the one, that one where, was good. where it's where called. To, he was basically like, oh, I'm there proposing to you. I'm gonna be married to you one day, right? Mm. Are we thinking? Of, oh, yeah. But yeah, that one was really good. Yeah. yeah. Also, I kept That's up my with, recommendation. I kept up with Tokyo Revengers. Uh, it pretty much follows the manga. I would recommend it. I give it a seven out of ten because it does fuck up some stuff. But um, if you like the manga, it's great. If you didn't read the manga, you'll like it even more. Because yep. I genuinely believe this is one of those ones where if you read the manga, you will like it less because that's how I feel. I feel like if I didn't, it'd probably be like a 9 out of 10 for me. But um, I don't want to get too much into that one because you literally start getting into spoiler yeah, territory like two episodes in. So, mm. yeah. But uh, that's it for the episode. We've gone mm. over everything. Yep. We've done our news. We've, we've talked about stuff. By the time you hear us again, my birthday would have already passed. Yeah, so... Happy uh, birthday, Sal! I know. Yeah, you I can visit... I think vis- I'm 20, 27. You're a you year think? younger than I am, right? I was born in 94. But uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Nakamapod, where you can uh, find our most recent post and uh, send a little happy birthday to Sal. You, you better. <laughs> <laughs> you can also follow us on Twitter at Nakamapod, and you can find us on TikTok, where we've posted one video in the last two months. Yeah. So we need to get better at that. Uh, Fernanda, is there anything that you would like to plug? No, nobody look at my Instagram. It's weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Then I guess that's it. Yep. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.